Would you rather lose an arm or never have ice cream again? Lose an arm? <laughs> You're lying! <laughs> A sleepwalking gorilla. People, people that have feet that aren't all screwed up. Are you okay? Are you alright? Oops. What was that? I don't know. What is going on, everybody? We are back. Back. We're back. Episode 72. Today is November 24th. We're cruising right along with the year. Keep on keeping on in 2020. It's this year has gone great. by very quickly, I think. Thank God. It's been not for great. everything that has happened. Like Kobe died this year. That yeah. is wild to me. Feels like that feels like ago. eight years ago. It feels so long ago. A lot um, has happened. There has been a lot. Uh, a few happened. things have happened since. Maybe then. we'll do a uh, a year in review at the end of 2020 and just go over all the. Crazy That's a shit great that idea. Ah, oh, this is an idea for our for our three year anniversary show. Sure. We do like a. You know how TV shows do like their best, like their their flashbacks of their favorite moments. Oh God! Oh no! This sounds like so much work. It would be what so if we, cool, but what if we played back our favorite moments and then we commentated on it? Oh boy! How are we gonna? That's find a brilliant them? idea. We go back and find them, and then I'll tell you where they are, where mine are, and you tell your, and you just <laughs> you. Take that little clip, and then you play the little clip, and yeah. then you play us. And yeah, then, you know, we can record it earlier than than we could do the big, fourth. We could do all the big news things too. So, like, anytime there was like a big yeah. news thing we talked about, we put that in there. How fun is that? It sounds like like a, a retrospective. Now that we know more about it, yeah, it's uh, a great idea. If you want to help, I us. swear we have not talked about this. No, yeah, the, we. This is this is. You were listening to the initial thoughts on it, so we, we are going to record it early. Yes, so we have to. The three-year anniversary. God, it's been three years since we started. We've come a long way since this show started. We have. We really have, as far as production value goes. Um, We sound better than ever. It's been a great three years. Not to toot our own horn or anything, but but, I mean, yeah, we're now on. This is episode seventy-two. Um. So not a, not a lot of episodes in three years, if we're being honest. 72 episodes is not very many. Should be like yeah. twice that. Yeah. But that's okay. Um, yeah, so if you want to help us with that, please do, because I, I, there's no way we're going to remember all the funny moments. So if there's a moment in your mind that sticks out that you remember that you like laughed at or you thought was funny or you think is memorable, please tell us. What the at least what it is if you can give us like an episode number or a rough estimate as to when it was that would be even better. Yeah, that will make our lives a lot easier. Send it and in the mailbox. We want it to be you know user based or listener. I guess not user listener based. So let us know if you uh, the mailbox is in the details in the description of the episode for anybody that's listening and hasn't hasn't heard us before. Welcome. Yes, welcome. Welcome. If we, we a- don't know who you are. <laughs> you tweet us. I'm going to put it at the beginning. We always put this at the end. You're right. You're right. If you tweet us and we don't know who you are and we can confirm that you are not someone that we know, you've never met Jacob or I before, 
and you tweet us that you listen to our show, we have one free Shack Radio t-shirt left. We want to give it away. It's a large. Let us know. It's a large. If you're I have not it large, in my closet right now. If you're now. not a large, then put your freaking for a family. Away. No, hey, no, Christmas is coming. I don't want to hear your dirty voice if you're not a large. Okay, so you must. If you're a medium, you wear a big shirt. If Here's you're an the extra thing. large, like myself. I was going to say, we shouldn't be restricting know. the people that respond to this because we need to get as many, <laughs> we need to reach out to as many people as possible. We only want listeners that wear a large. If you happen to be a very small person, but you are listening and we don't know you, great gift for dad. Great gift for dad. True. They're comfort colors. They're blue. They're very stylish. Got a pocket on the front. Or mom. I know girls and guys that wear them. Or grandpa. Grandpa. Or, grandma. Or Maybe you have a very large dog that guardian. you put it on. Um, or brother, roommate, sister. brother, sister. Okay. We have a big episode today. Driver. I think it's going to be funny. Maybe they're it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a memorable one. I I'm excited. So I, I have high energy. I feel really Me good. Too. I don't Those are the best it's ones. Late. I'm normally ready for bed at this point. It's nine 30. <laughs> I got to be asleep, but I'm working from nope. home. I get nope. up two hours later. Nope. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. No, I'm good. Don't worry about good. me. Don't yeah, okay. worry about me. So today is the 24th. Thanksgiving is on Thursday. We're recording this on Tuesday. So two days from now, it will be Turkey Day. Sure. Thanksgiving, little jaded past we won't get into, but the traditions that exist today, very fun, very lighthearted, very nice. Let's look at the fact. I look at it as it, today what it is, is it's a time for Americans to get together with their families and friends and to be thankful for what they have and be thankful for their, you know, their circumstances. Because uh, focus on the good things in your most life. Most people have something to be thankful for. And I think it's... I think it's, everybody does. Okay, so here's an example. Right now, there are so many small businesses and things struggling. Yes. I know. I Agreed. just recently heard of family friends, and I won't get into who they are or, or however we know that whatever. A small business going out of business. Oh, that's too 40, 40 something years. No. Out. Oh. Adult, adult children involved out. Oh, well, that's true. So that's terrible. It's these kinds of things that, you know, you think you have, have it hard sometimes or so you're bothered by something. You always have something to be thankful for because there are a lot of Agreed. people that need our you know, if you're a praying person, they need our prayers. There's a lot of people out there in need. Thank, be thankful for what you got. Yeah. You don't know That's what you song. got till it's gone. Yeah. I think about you paradise, put it in a park. Fairly frequently, pot. how lucky I am just to have all my limbs. It's true. You know what All I your mean? fingers. All my fingers and toes. I got them. Two, working, people- two working eyeballs. Did we just them. talk about this on the last show? We did not. No. The percentage of people that don't oh yeah have yeah yeah no we didn't talk about it. we talked about it before but I don't think we actually talked about it on the show oh okay I how many people in the world are missing some sort of finger a finger or a foot or a hand yeah a lot or a leg or an arm but the a pretty significant number I'd say yeah missing and at least some part of their body sure. honestly those people inspire me they really do because I I do see a lot of um. Just like perseverance in those people. Yeah, absolutely. That is admirable that yeah. I don't have. 
Maybe you I know, do. Uh, and I just Adam, don't know it. Do you know Adam Devine? No. He's been in a bunch of stuff. He was in uh, Mike and Dave's Wedding mean? Dates. Is he an actor? He's an actor. He's, he's an actor. He's, a, he's, he's one of the guys of... from Workaholics. You would definitely recognize him. Okay. Something people don't know. I just saw this video today. He was, when he was 11, he got hit by a cement truck. Run over what? by a cement truck. Yeah. He broke every single bone below his waist other than his right femur. <laughs> From his knees down was completely shattered. Like they oh had to reconstruct. How do, you reco- how do you recover from that? He couldn't walk for two years. Think wow. about you're you're 11 years old and you can't walk for two years. I just saw a video on this when he was interviewing with uh, Bert Kreischer. I don't know if you know who that is. No, uh, he's, a, he's, he's a throwing names out here. I don't yeah, have I know. No idea what you're talking about. Some people might know him, but yeah, he said that you know, like most kids, he was he was athletic. He played baseball, and his dream, you know, he wanted to become a professional baseball player. He's like, that's what I'm going to do. It's just what's going to happen. And then he got hit by the cement truck and it, he came to the realization that that was never going to happen. And he would most likely not play sports again. Oh God. So he decided to something that he can do. He, he also, so he was athletic, but he was also funny. He made people laugh. So he decided that he could still be funny. He still has all of his cognitive ability and everything. So he started just like studying comedians and trying to be as funny as possible. And then huh. he became a comedian and now he's a super successful actor. How about that? He still has like knee problems and stuff, but he I do could find not the walk study years. the study of comedy very interesting. Very. There's because so many like, different kinds of comedy. I do believe that you can study it and get good at it, and like general yeah. principles and theories of it. But I do think that there is just something to people being funny. There is also people that are just funny. It's not even what they say yes. specifically. It's just, it might not even be how they say it. They just are funny. The what, yes. what they, the things that come out of their mouth are funny. And there are some people that just are not funny. Yeah, I know. And they just will never be funny. <laughs> and maybe, I hope we're not those people. Yeah, we're probably those people. <laughs> That's us. Oh, no. We'll just never be funny, but right. here we are. I All wish, right. I wish Go I was ahead. really smart, and I wish I was really funny. <laughs> How awesome would that be? I wish I could fly too, but I mean, <laughs> settle That's down. That's not that far off. That was mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, did you Anyways. ever think about, have you ever thought about? <laughs> Fuck. Wait, I just remembered something I wanted to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> okay. You so talk like, for a second. I got to look something up. A lot of people eat meat, right? Sure. And, and like eating just like a steak is normal because it doesn't look like anything, right? And I know this is going to be a hot topic for some of our listeners, specifically Cowboy. I see him having a very hot opinion on this. But typically, when you eat meat that looks like what you're eating, it's kind of weird. It's weird, the idea of cooking a turkey that still looks like the turkey when it was alive. Like you, when you stuff a turkey, you know you're shoving your hand up where that turkey's asshole was. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yes. yes. And it, when you have a steak, it just it's it, it's a piece of meat. You're not thinking about it looking like a cow. But when sure. you have a turkey, I think it's so bizarre that it's just like so normal to see this bird-shaped thing just sitting on your table. 
Yeah, no, same like, thing with like a pig like roast. So, yes, if someone brought a full-blown pig being roasted and plopped it on their table, I'd be like, this is weird. No, have you ever been to like a pig roast? Oh, yeah. Really just a pig? It's delicious. Very strange. It's very, very weird. weird though. And it's I, the eye, I don't know. I, the, the chicken, like just eating like buffalo wings, That I think about that too. I'm like, wow, I'm like, a, I'm like a, like an animal eating another animal right now. Oh. Like I, th- I feel like I think like I'm a dog, you know, a dog like eating a bone. I feel like that. But it's not that weird because it's not attached. When you got a full yeah. turkey, no, it's I, literally just chopped head, yeah, feathers off, anus removed with <laughs> organs, and that's it. I don't know. It's a random thought, but I was just looking at all these pictures of turkeys on the internet, and I'm like, it literally looks just like the bird was laying there, taking a nap, and you cut its head off and plucked its feathers out. I'm I'm surprised yeah. that we we serve it the way we do. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna shift gears like real hard right now, and okay. it's very off topic, but it's something okay. that I've been thinking about for a long time. All right, I'm just gonna hit you with it. Okay, helicopters. Oh boy. Okay. Helicopters. They got the they got the rotor on the top. You oh. know, they got the uh, the thing in the on the on the back fan yeah. that also spins. Yeah. So, it's very simple to me how a helicopter goes up and down. Okay. The rotor starts turning. It goes up. Okay. The rotor stops turning. It goes down. Okay. How does it go forward? There's little. Uh, I always thought there were like fins in the back that direct to the air. And that's why it kind of like leans forward a little bit. It so goes up and down. It tilts. What makes it tilt? It, it tilts. If it, if it starts going straight up, what makes it tilt? There's little air fins. What air? It's There's the no air. air coming from the front. It's just going straight up and straight down. I don't know. Go ahead. Tell me. So I thought about this. And it, it's been killing me. just ask Brian? Everyone, I meant to ask. Well, I did, and he didn't know either. He's like, I'll let, I'll let you know when I find out. Let you know? <laughs> he, he hasn't done it yet. That's not the answer I want to hear coming from <laughs> no. someone that's going to be flying helicopters. So, so, like, the back rotor, that's how, like, it goes, like, it turns okay. about the Z-axis. Okay. Right? X, Y, Z. I think it's the one that goes straight up and down through the... It doesn't matter. So I just looked it up. Yeah, okay. And it turns out that there is a motor specifically designed for... You know how there's like the stick? It's called... I guess it's called a rotor. It's called a rotor shaft. That the the blades are on. That the blades are attached to. That tilts. That thing actually moves. I think I knew that. I didn't know that. That makes sense. That's why it kind of leans forward. Yeah. So like the rotor shaft tilts forward, and then now the the lift is pulling it forward because the helicopter blades are actually tilted forward. Now riddle me this, Batman. Sure. A Chinook, you got to do it double time. So what if they're off? Why? Because it only has two blades. Is that what you're saying? Well, no. There's two. There's two independent. Uh, oh spinners spinners <laughs> rotors you know what spinners. I'm yeah they have no, to go I, together I but mean, what if one goes and one doesn't the thing would crash yeah would think. if this one's pulling up and this one leans <laughs> forward the other one's not working 
it's going to look like the Titanic. Maybe they just like steer real hard. If the right one goes out, they steal real hard left and they're flying like cattywampus, but they still make it. Have you ever seen a Chinook move? No, but you, they, f- you know, they fly forward, front and back, not left and right. right oh, right. I'm sorry. I was thinking of left and right. If the you're thinking of, leaves, of, of, uh, are, isn't that what you're going to be on? Things that, that have two of these and you go up and then they turn and then you go forward. No, no, no. That's an Osprey. But you don't do that. No, no, thank you. There's been a lot of accidents with those things. Yeah, those things are always crashing. Yeah, no thanks. Those I guess are, it makes sense. That's not Marines. how things are supposed to work. Here, look at the picture. Look at the picture. I've got a question. See, the thing tilts oh, forward. Oh, yeah, how about that? <laughs> no, would you, wouldn't you know? I got a question for you. The Ospreys. When it's going from here, uh, up and down, to here, front and back, forward, does it just fall out of the sky for that time? No, it, when it turns slowly, so like as it starts to turn, it starts going faster and faster forward. Oh, God. It's... You know, you're going faster and faster and faster. And then when it's fully turned, you're going so fast forward that you create enough lift to keep you up. That sounds like a terrifying experience. I'm sure it's not, it's not very fun. And then it gets <laughs> stuck forward and you're like, holy shit, how do we land? Well, I guess you can land like a normal plane at that point. You just can't take, well, I guess you could take off like a normal plane also, but. Yeah. They're just a regular ass plane. They just don't. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that was a sidebar. Sorry about okay. that. Yeah. It was a have you ever thought about for funds. Okay. Uh, Thanksgiving so, plans. You got any plans? plans? Yes, I do. Oh, yes, I do. Boy. Are you breaking COVID rules? No. If anything, I'm being, I'm being very safe. Very okay. COVID safe. My plan is to do almost nothing with my dad, and that's it. Oh, my mom okay. is in Pensacola. My sister's in Pensacola. My aunt, oh. who's normally at our house, is going to be in Bethany Beach. Okay. And... uh my aunt and uncle that we were originally going to go to their house are in Georgia. Oh, so it's going to be me and my dad. Well, that'll be kind of fun. It will dad, be. We're trying to decide we might that. get a, a deep fryer for the turkey. Have you ever had a deep fried turkey? My uncle makes a deep fried turkey every year and it is oh, okay. delicious. Yeah, we, we've done that a few times. We have. So one. we might try. You should have told me I could have brought it. We figured, oh, you know, of all the years to try it for the first time, we're not going to be disappointing anybody if it's not good or if we fuck yeah. it up somehow. Is it just the two of us? That's true. And then we'll just go get like turkey, you know, the, the, in the square rectangular thing in the plastic bag. We'll just get that if it doesn't work. <laughs> not I'm being, uh, but you're having like a whole Thanksgiving dinner. You're going to have like, so all my those. dad bought a turkey. He went today to the Amish market. It was, it was this whole tale that he told me. He okay. went, he didn't have cash. He had to run to, he had every red light on the way there. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and he had to get, he had to go to an ATM. The ATM was out of order. They don't so take to, cards, of he course. He had to go to the bank. Yeah. Well, they don't know what electricity is. So how can they take cards? <laughs> Could you imagine Amish people walking into the, into the Amish market, just like looking up at the lights, like, holy shit. What is that? No, God's hands. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want to make fun of Amish people. Yeah, I know, not making fun. Not making fun. Not making fun. Okay. They do know what electricity is. <laughs> yes. Most of them, I presume. <laughs> yes. So They have to get there somehow. We've talked about it before. You yeah. see a car driving by. How do you not say, we need one of them? Shit. 
<laughs> you see one more hours. Damn, that thing's fast. Why don't we get Wait, one of those? You're telling me that we could leave for work in the morning 30 minutes before we need to be there instead of four hours? <laughs> because Rusty needs to shit three times and eat and graze on the way. Your horse is sick. What if we can't go? I guess your car can break down too. Clunk, 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 clunk. I'm wondering at what point in child's in an Amish child's life do they first ask their parents, "Why don't we have a car?" <laughs> and okay, you drive like on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. The Amish are like on the turnpike. <laughs> Where Again, are they I going? think we've done this all before. We have, we have. We don't have. To how have you not been sitting in your? I don't know. You're sitting at your little know. wooden desk as an Amish boy <laughs> with a candle. With, I was just gonna say that. Yeah. Like, all you can see is a candle. You can't see anything in your, your room is pitch black. What are the odds that the Amish burn their houses down? Does that happen more frequently than probably than they advertise? <laughs> it's like a it's like a turnoff for the whole pitch. <laughs> Trying to get more people. <laughs> yeah. Don't you tell them about the that. don't tell yeah. them about the houses burning down. No. Keep that sixty percent house burn down rate. <laughs> yeah. Keep that out of the pitch. But. You're a little Amish boy sitting at your little wooden desk, sure. candle. Everything else is pitch black. You see nothing. <clears throat> yeah. You know that in the winter after five o'clock, it's like you're blind. Except you love when those big 18-wheeled boxes of magic drive by because they have big lights on the front and I can see everything for a short second. You got to be like, what are, we, what are we doing here, guys? What are we doing? <laughs> Like there, every single Amish kid's got to be like, "Come on!" Like honestly, I feel like my thing would be like, like "Can really? someone point out in the Bible where God says no cars, please?" Can someone point it <laughs> where? out? Where does it say that? That's so I'd get funny. kicked out. I think I'd get kicked out. I would. I wouldn't. That'd be terrible. I would quit. I'd say bye. Can you imagine your your neighbor farm has a tractor and you're out there sweating your ass off with a you thing got a you horse. got a shovel. <laughs> you got a horse pulling an axle. You got a donkey pulling. He just doesn't want to move. You're like, just son going. of a bitch. Come on, <laughs> fucker! Please, you're picking berries by yourself. Meanwhile, My the guy next door is, is like, scoop, scoop, scoop. What is okay? So you, what is more expensive over the lifetime of the of the tool? We'll call it a tool: a donkey or a tractor. Ooh, I don't know, because you got to feed a donkey. Yeah. But I, I can't imagine it's got to be that expensive to feed a donkey. Uh, Do they, does their time count? Because, like, you got to care for a donkey. You don't just own a donkey. You need to care for a donkey. It's not just a resource. It's a pet. If your ass is not happy. If you don't take good care of your ass... There are going to be problems. Your harvest is just not going to be good. Not good. No. You need a well-kept ass. Imagine having a stubborn ass that doesn't want to plow. It just doesn't move. <laughs> it locks up. Stuck there. Falls asleep. It dies. <laughs> what do you do? Well, I guess we're not eating tonight. The donkey yeah. died. What if it's like middle of harvest and a donkey dies from exhaustion? You, what do you, you, do? you can't just do what an do oil do? change and get back on it. <laughs> you can't take it to the dealership. 
<laughs> There's no warranty. No, no warranty. Oh God, that's funny. Okay, we need to move Why on. Are the Amish so fascinating. We need to move on. There's there's such low hanging. Honestly, I so I don't want it to make it sound like we're making fun of them. I think they're just fascinating. I honestly yeah, believe sure. yeah. that a lot of what I, what we say is on it just curiosity, and it's funny when you put but it we're in laughing. certain perspectives. <laughs> yes, but like I would love to ask the question. Like if, you've never you've never looked at a car and been like, if you could ask, I'm on the wrong side of this one. <laughs> if there, if we could, if we could call in an Amish person and ask, I don't have enough twine to get out of Lancaster. <laughs> <laughs> I do have two cans, though. I don't have a big enough. I don't have a big, big enough megaphone. Can you yell over there? I have a can. can. Here, I put it up against the microphone. It runs <laughs> all the way out to Lancaster, PA. If you could ask him one question, what would it be? If you could just get one of like the normal life things, what would it be? That would be my question. That's a good question. Uh, It'd probably be like, maybe a vaccine. (laughs) I don't want tuberculosis this fall. (laughs) That's that's (laughs) fucked up. We can't say that. It's not nice. Okay, we should move on. But I don't know. I, I would like to know that. If you I get would, like one worldly possession. We should take a mobile podcast to the Amish market and just ask them like, have you, you know what I would ask? How many times a day do you wish you weren't Amish? <laughs> that's, see, that's sad. I don't want to feel, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. It's not what I meant though. Like, There's got to be many, regret. How many times a day do you think about the things you don't have because you're Amish? And it just gets exemplified when they do that thing where you go live in normal life for a year. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, yeah. They go well, try it. See, the thing is, I think they get people to go back because that you're conditioned by that point. Yeah. By the point that you're going out, you've, you've spent 16, 17 years being conditioned that cars are bad. Yeah. So, like, you get out there and, like, people are wearing, you know, mm. scandalous clothing and there's television and, and music. Right. Yeah. And, and, and podcasts <laughs> and people. And then they find out what people on podcasts talk about. And it's, they're like, how, how could anyone do this? And they want to go back. <clears throat> I I don't know. I don't get that. It is nice that they allowed them to leave and do that. Yeah. Pretty ballsy, honestly. Yeah. yeah. To be the Okay. Last comment. <laughs> be like king of the Amish, right? And you're like, sure. Hmm. Let's let everyone at the age of 17, their most rambunctious year. The the fellas, the ladies, we just let them go live with the heathens of society for a just, year. Just go crazy. And if they want to come back, they can come back. If not, then they don't. Ballsy. Yeah. You got to have guts. You got to be, you have to be so firm in your beliefs of how good it is of what you do. How to does let people do that? How does anybody go back? I don't know. 
I don't know. Maybe the threat of never being allowed to talk to your family again if you don't come back is a pretty good driving force. Imagine choosing something in your life that it is a difficult decision to do that and never talk to your family again. Yeah, true. Or go back to how bad does your normal life have to be that you are considering excommunicating from your family to get out of it? Clearly there's entertainment in it because there's TV shows about it. So True, I don't yeah. want to hear any moral police about our discussion about the Amish. Agreed, yeah. I hope anyway. I don't think anybody's gonna get it. Okay. Moving no, because on. we're not listen. It's all in good fun. I love Amish people. I yeah. Do. Me They're too. good people. They got good morals. They are good people. They're all kind. They're all, all kind. well behaved. I've never ever met a mean Amish person. Agreed. Agreed. And I have met a couple. Yeah, no, I've never, uh, I've never actually spoken to one face to face. I don't think. Mm. Mm. That's that. Gotten to know them. I have spoken oh, to, I've them never the gotten to know them. Yeah. Sure. Okay. okay. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, what are your plans? You didn't talk about your plans. No plans. Me and my Nothing. parents here making dinner, big turkey, a lot of fixins. I love fixins. Love fixins. Hopefully we're going to do stuffing, what big stuffing guy. What do you do? What's your, what's your, what's your Thanksgiving fixings? So I like a uh, turkey, big, big fan of the turkey. Obviously, turkey. Some people don't really like it though. They're turkey like, ah, the turkey is just like what you get. You know? Yeah, I know. I don't get that. I love turkey. I don't understand it either. I love turkey. Uh, stuffing, big stuffing guy. Stuffing. We should do stuffing more often. Agreed. Why has it got to be a one-time event? I don't know. Uh, mashed potatoes. Okay. Big yep. potatoes, Same. and then I got to get something healthy in there. Probably carrots. I'll go with. Okay. I do like a carrot. We do. We do green beans. Not a big green bean guy. Love green beans. Not a big green bean guy. Uh, gravy. Throw it on everything. Mm. And what are my other options? I can't think of anything. So we do. We do exactly what you just said. We also do a little. Uh, my dad makes this. Uh, I don't even know what to call it. It's like a cream corn casserole type thing. Oh, sure. Corn casserole uh, probably is what it's called. Kind of. Kind of. It's liquidy, but not too liquidy. <clears throat> and then we do a, a nice a nice dinner roll, you know. Oh, dip I like in, a good I like a good the gravy. Hawaiian Hawaiian roll. Dip in the gravy. Oh yeah. butter, sure. Real nice. Yum yum. Okay. Eat it up. That was good. Okay. Uh, okay. Nice glass of wine. We've got a couple football games happening on Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, we do. So we're going to break it up. So the, we're going to talk about Thanksgiving football first and then quickly touch on other football at, later. Yes. So. so we already touched on the last episode that the Cowboys and the Lions play every, every Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. They added a third game this year, which I love. Steelers. Steelers. Ravens. Game. Big game. game. Rivalry game. The Love the three games. We'll get into it. The undefeated Steelers play the mm. six and four Ravens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ten and zero for the first time in in uh in history. That's really, crazy. Really terrible juxtaposition. I was just um, gonna say, there's a great stat on first time in program history that we'll get to in just a few minutes. Yep. Um, Twelve thirty. Four, maybe four thirty. 7.30, maybe 3.30, 7.30, maybe 8. <clears throat> what do you say? Get, what? Yeah, <laughs> Go I, on. Give me I know, one second. I know the first time is 12.30. I don't know the other two times. I'm assuming it's around those times. 
We got to give kickoff times. There's going to be nothing better than this Thanksgiving with so little to do, nowhere to go, wine, food. Oh, yeah. Turkey. All day. Football, football, football. Beer, 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 football, beer, football, beer. Mm, Beer. So we start the day off at a nice 1230. Love it. 1230. It's like Texans, Lions. Yeah. The line, Houston is laying three to the Lions. Eh. The Lions I don't know. got I don't know how I feel about that because Lions got blown out by Carolina. The Lions week. suck. It's terrible. Well, Houston, Houston's pretty damn bad too. I don't know. And then we move on to the Cowboys at four thirty. We they love play. the football team. Love the football team. They play the Washington football team. Yes, we uh, we we just kind of let that go as a, as a fan base as a society that the Washington what? football team is called the Washington football team. Yep, we talked about it for like a day, and then we're like, all right, eh, what the hell? I don't know. I, just we should have given that. Just pick something. Yeah, people aren't gonna like it, and they are gonna like it no matter what you do. So just pick something. Yeah, literally anything. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. And then we finish the day off at 8.20. It's a big gap. Big gap. What time, what time is the, the Washington football? 12.30, 4.30, 8.20. Okay, that's not that bad. Raven Steelers at 8.20. Pittsburgh Love is it. only laying five and a half. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's the football. The football all day. If you're a fan of football, please watch football. We're going to talk about it. Uh, following Thanksgiving. Yes. Moving on. Speaking of drinking all day long, but you're boxing. People can't see me. I realize this is a podcast audio only. (laughs) I thought you were trying to signal something to me. No, nothing at all. (laughs) It's to the audience. Sure. No, it wasn't even to the audience. It was just framing the fact that this is big news, breaking news. Yeah. Well, the Pennsylvania, the Department of Health declared that Wednesday, 11.25, starting at 5 p.m. until Thursday, Thanksgiving, at 8 a.m., 11.26, no alcohol can be sold at bars or restaurants. 5 p.m. the night before Thanksgiving to 8 a.m. the day after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Day. Now, I am fairly certain that that night, Wednesday night before Thanksgiving, is the single biggest drunk driving night. It might be second to New Year's. No, New Year's. I think it's I think it's higher. I that's what I was gonna say. I think it is higher. So personally, I don't hate this. Mm. Especially mm. now, I wasn't gonna go out to a bar anyway. Yeah, no. No. So you can still buy alcohol from yeah. The state stores. In the state stores. You can't go out to a bar or a restaurant and drink. I have a feeling the young people, though, that this is targeted at to keep from going out, getting drunk, spreading COVID because they're not thinking, are just going to have house parties, which might be worse. No, that'll still be smaller than... Because bars can set up like COVID restrictions and rules and things. But a house party is completely unregulated. Yeah, but are they really going to pick COVID safety over money? Mm, they have to. 
Because if they get caught, they get screwed. All I'm but saying is, it doesn't matter because they can't. I wouldn't be affected by this rule because I wasn't good, planning on going out anyway. No, and I don't live in Pennsylvania, but I it's kind of sad. I just do. thought it was interesting. Hard for like, businesses, though, if they if they have a lot. You know. <clears throat> I always did like going out the night before Thanksgiving. That was a lot of fun. I'd go out We're thinking about uh, me and Kristen and uh, our friend who listens to this show. <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, we were going to go out and uh, just get a drink at a local brewery. They have an outdoor like beer garden. Say you're far away from people, you get a beer, you sit outside. Yeah. You bring your own food. I wonder what the weather is going to be like. It's supposed to be like 56, 57 here, which is kind of perfect. Oh, man. I was kind of hoping for like, you know the one thing I like more than a a Thanksgiving football game? Snow. A Thanksgiving snow game. Yes, I I agree. I wanted it so bad. Let's see what Pittsburgh's weather is. For Thursday. Oh my God! Is our air? Conditioning oh, it's warm. It's fifty-six. Ugh. Damn it! How about Detroit? It's gonna be like in Detroit. Warm. Oh man. Ugh. It doesn't matter. It's indoors. True. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh. We talked about this, I think, on the last episode, that I was technically quarantining. Yes, we did. Uh. I got tested. <laughs> On Saturday, seven days after possible exposure. Yep, yep. Uh, which I saw today that the CDC might be changing its guidelines on the 14-day quarantine that's become, like, ingrained into the world's minds. Yeah. They might be changing it to seven or ten days. Really? Yes. I mean, so, it, it, was, it ended up coming out that, like, like something like 99.9% of people get symptoms before 14 five days. days i think it's like 90 percent get symptoms within five days yeah so anyway i made an appointment went they had this pop-up it was like the ones you see on the news real long line of cars blah 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 you pull in i'm sitting in line i had an appointment still had to wait 20 minutes you get to the front of the line some guy who didn't have an appointment was making a scene told <laughs> his of course this is just the don't be the asshole rule, especially during a global pandemic, perhaps. He pulled his car in to the lane under the tent where they're testing and parked his car. And they said, sir, you don't have an appointment. And, we, and it's nothing we can do about it because all we have here are the tags that we get from the hospital who makes your appointment and charges your insurance and right, files right. it all and puts all your information in and gives us the little tag that we put on the vial. We physically cannot test you. We literally, all we have here is testing equipment, a sheet of the tags, and vials. We don't yeah. have things to be typing up labels and putting all your information in and all this stuff. Right, right. We can't do that. <clears throat> and he parked his car in the lane. So he for at least 15 minutes, shut down an entire lane of testing. Oh, my God. While they were haggling with him. Then they finally, there was a police officer there. I'm like, this is insanity. Yeah. So, of course, I'm behind him and couldn't (laughs) be in front of him. (laughs) Yeah. So, there we are, sitting like a bunch of dopes. And finally, he left. And then I went up. It was very easy. 
mask on, window down. They give you your tag in line. They come in, oh, you have an appointment? If not, you out of line. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you do have an appointment, they look at their sheet. Okay, here's your (coughs) tag. Boom. You hold the tag. You get up, window down, mask down. They stick the two things in. No nose. Nope. No nose. All in the throat, like a strep test. Oh. They do that. Stick it in the vial. You hand them the sticker, mask up, and you leave. 24 hours later, I got a response. COVID-19, COVID, SARS-2, SARS-CoV-2, whatever they call it. SARS-CoV-2. Yeah. Not detected. Sure. Not detected. It's a beautiful feeling to get a COVID test and it not be detected. Yeah, I've had two tests come back negative. Good feeling. That's a good feeling. Good feeling. You just feel so clean. Oh, you you feel like you're on top of the world. It's that feeling when you just take a really good shower after you feel dirty. Yep. You get it, and you're just like, I am so of this virus. Just so relaxed. Yeah. You know, one day we're going to look back at these episodes, and we're going to be like, wow. What a time time it was that we lived through. Yeah. And you just keep chugging on. Yeah. But I'm glad that we have it documented. Fun. Agreed. Yeah, we're gonna come back and um, I'll come back and listen to these one day. Yeah, and it'll be it'll be crazy. Yep. Uh, okay, so now on to other football things I don't like. Mm. Penn State. So I have I have in I'm in the unique position where I am both completely ying and yang, yin and yang, ying and yang. I think it's ying yang. Yin and yang, yang and ying. I don't know. It's ying. You know what I mean. My ying is the Steelers, one football team that I support, being ten and zero, and my yang is Penn State, zero and five, for the first time in program history. I have two firsts in my fan base in program <sighs> history. Ten and zero for the first time ever. Zero and five for the first time ever. It is unprecedented. It is historic. It is perfectly in fashion for this year. It's pretty terrible and just embarrassing and horrible and not fun. It's not even fun to watch. Like watching Penn State is not even fun to watch. No, but I'll tell you what. One thing it does do, every year that we're good, I'm anxious for every game. I'm, I'm so nervous because of the stupid four-team playoff. I won't get into it. I won't, won't get into it. Oh, yeah. Here we go. You guys. Because of the four-team playoff, I'm nervous for every game. Every game is the biggest game ever, even if we're not playing someone important. That's fair. Now, now that we are 0-5, I mean, it, doesn't, it, it could not matter less. I would like to not lose every, other, every single game of the entire year because then we would get zero recruits total it's so sad and i don't know how it was such a steep drop off you know i don't crazy? know how this happened so dramatically the best our record can be this year is three and five wow that's a sad thought that's insane and we have become the laughing stock of the big 10 we have we have and here we are oh well i don't want to talk about it anymore yep. it makes me sad I'm the giants had a bye week which the eagles lost during the giants bye week so now the Giants are a half a game out of first place in the NFC East. If the Giants win this weekend and the Eagles lose, the Eagles are playing the Seahawks, the Giants are playing the Bengals, who just lost Joe Burrow to the most gruesome injury since Joe Theismann, in my opinion. 
the Giants will be in first place of the NFC East. That is insane to me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. Don't panic. Everybody stay calm. Stay calm. What do we do? Stay, stay fucking calm. calm. That's how I feel. Yeah. That's how I feel. I don't want to get my hopes up because I know if it comes down to things like <clears throat> the Giants and the Eagles, we're probably not going to not going to make it because I always get my life ruined because at the hands of the Eagles. I am glad that it's not like the Giants play the Eagles the last week of the right. Yeah. And it comes and it all, all down to that, down to that game. Yeah. And of course they would lose and I would be sad <laughs> and everyone here would be happy. Yeah. Be surrounded by jokers. Well, I occasionally listen to uh, Philadelphia talk sports radio. When they lose, it's more fun to listen to it. Yeah, I'm sure. But I listened to it before they played the Giants, and they were like, okay, well, they're going to beat the Giants. Oh, boy. And I really do think they could beat the Browns. But even if they lose to the Browns and they split it one and one, they only have to win this many games. It's a tough stretch, but they got it. Once now they split it, they are in. Then they lost to the a Giants. Bad spot. They're in a yes. bad spot. Four of their last five games are against teams with winning records. Oh, my. Compared to the Giants, two of their last games, last five There's only five weeks left until the playoffs? Correct. Oh, my goodness. This is crazy. It's happening. Can you imagine if the Giants went as like a six and seven team or six and whatever, six and nine team? I tell you what, it's shaping up for our bet. Our bet that we didn't make. We didn't make the bet. And and they go and they they run. They go on a run. I mean, there's just there's just no possible way that they make it further than the first round of the playoffs. If that happened, if they won one playoff game, I think. When was the last time the Giants won a playoff game? Twenty twelve. Last time they won a Super Bowl, yeah, twenty twelve. Oh boy, they played one playoff game since the Super Bowl, and they lost. And they lost. Oh boy, it was the boat game. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, when yeah. When all the wide receivers went on a boat yep. in Florida. And then you fell into a – they cursed your team until now, I guess. Well, I wouldn't say we're not cursed yet. <laughs> Curse could still be there. Yeah. Saquon not, not working. Yeah. yeah. Not working. He's not working. <laughs> He's not working. Okay. Just like the <laughs> – anyways. Football. Um, <clears throat> uh, that's it for football. Yeah. Penn State is playing tonight? In basketball? Are they? I think. I think they are. Hmm. Let me I see. Did not know that. Uh oh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. All the first games are tomorrow. Oh, I can watch the game tomorrow night. I don't know who they play. What? Nothing. Oh, I thought you were like giving me a look. No, I have nothing to add. Uh I have so little going on in my brain that I have nothing to add. You played Drexel. Oh, it got postponed. Damn it. Yeah, oh, are, they no. all, are they doing what they did in football where you only play your division? I know nothing. I know that Villanova no. is only. No, because we're playing Drexel. Okay. All right. Um, I think we move to the mailbox next. All right. Let's open up the mailbox. All right. All right. I only heard the first rip, and then it decided to cut out the rest of the sound. 
I don't know what I just ripped up. Oh, well, doesn't matter now. It's gone. Ah, okay. It doesn't matter. It's a phone number for me to get my COVID test. Already happened. Good. Good. Negative. Sure. All right. Uh, Okay. The mailbox. First. Hi, Mike. I presume, and Jacob. It's Mac. Did you know that the average British person would pay more in taxes if the monarchy was dismantled? The monarchy pays more taxes for their land than they are paid by the public. So they are giving they're, more they're money. They're inherently very rich. I know that. <clears throat> and they have a lot of property. So I guess it checks out. It's pretty wild. Think about how much money they pay in property taxes if they pay more than they get from the public. Oh my God. It's insane. That's, but that's a bonkers number. An unbelievable amount of money. Yes. Hmm. Good for them. I kind of like that. Contributing to the, the well-being of, the, of Great Britain. Yeah. Is it yeah. just for Great Britain? I'm a, little, I'm a little confused. No. So it's for the Commonwealth of Nations. There used to be like 48 countries, 49 countries, including Britain. Holy shit. In the Commonwealth that the Queen was the monarch of. Is there a difference between now there's Britain only like and 15. Great Britain? No. But they're, the United Kingdom. Oh, yeah, then the United Kingdom. Okay, that's all the... Scotland, Wales, Ireland, Northern Ireland, sorry. Oh, God. Northern Ireland. Oh, dear. And Great Britain. Now, the Commonwealth of countries include like Bermuda. Um, That's everyone under British control. Uh, under the, the monarchy, but they have their own prime ministers, typically. Okay. Yeah. But Wales doesn't have its own prime minister? No. Wales is part of the United Kingdom, which the is... The United Kingdom has its own... Okay. I think yeah, I got it. Which was like Margaret Thatcher back in the day. Those yeah, kind of, you probably yeah, don't yeah. know who that is. Do you know? I've heard is? of her name for sure. Heard of her. The name Iron Lady. For sure. They call her the Iron Lady. She's pretty famous. Yeah. Uh, famous Winston Churchill. Sure. Yeah. 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 Good Tear down minister. this wall. No. You're you're kidding, right? That was a joke. You weren't kidding. No, I was. I was kidding. I was who said not it kidding, but I know who, who it said is. that. It was Gorbachev. <laughs> You're kidding, right? Yes, obviously, I'm kidding. Okay, then who actually <laughs> said those words? Uh, I forget. <laughs> Dude, I listen. listen. Okay. We're just going to run through it real quick. I think it's extremely important. Winston Churchill well, was I dead. I wish this didn't happen. Winston Churchill was I'm dead for about 30 years so much. by the time this happened. It was Ronald Reagan. Mr. Gorbachev tear Mr. down Mr. Gorbachev and it was opened wrong. this gate. Mr. Gorbachev tear down this wall. Ronald Reagan. That's the mix-up I had. Winston Churchill had nothing to do with it. And Mr. Gorbachev was the one that put the wall up. I actually... Well, he wasn't the one that put the wall up. I actually up, did it was not know that that was Ronald Reagan that said that quote. That's his most famous quote ever. I, didn't, I did not know that. That, well, is, that is not something that I forgot. I did not know that. Okay. Well, I'm glad you know now. Now I know. And I'm sure my father will be very disappointed in me when he hears this. That you in thought my, that the Soviet leader... In my defense... Mikhail Gorbachev said... Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. 
I forgot that it was Mr. Gorbachev tear down this wall. That I knew, but I forgot. What I did not know and did not just forget, I just didn't know, was that it was Ronald Reagan. Okay. In my defense, the last time I took a history class was a U.S. history class. I don't, I don't class. see that as a defense. Was my junior, I think junior year of high school. Okay. That's actually not true. I took a, no, but it was like an early U.S. history class, so I wouldn't have learned that. I took it as an elective in college, but it was like before that. It was like the history of starting the Americas. Okay. <clears throat> the other thing from the Moving mailbox. On. How do you think lockdown will impact education in the long term? For example, students are staying home when they are sick, but still attending class virtually. This is something I see as a positive outcome from hybrid learning. Do you think that this school year <clears throat> and the end of the 2019-2020 school year will negatively affect society for years to come? If so, how do you think things will change? I was just thinking this. Like, couple days ago yeah i talk about this with my parents pretty frequently i think it's going to have a significant impact because as long as this goes on i think inherently the way that they're being taught they're not getting the same out of it that they would in person definitely not and and, and especially not, younger kids don't i'm not making this as like a statement that i think we should be back in schools i understand part of the merit of being at home. I understand not being in person. <clears throat> yeah. The people that the kids live with for the safety of the teachers. I get that. Yeah. I'm just saying the impact. I mean, if kids are behind, I was just reading an article in the wall street journal about um, the amount. It's like 16 weeks that they average students in second and third grade are behind on math. Really? And the longer this goes, the bigger that gap is going to get. And there's no, there's no 16 weeks to make it up. You yeah, remain no. behind. Yeah, they'd so have what to happens, get caught up or they'd have to like be advanced for some period of time. Yeah, I think, hot take, I think you cancel summer next year. Whoa. If, if things are better and there's vaccines widely available and kids can go back to school normally – you get rid of summer, one year, no summer break, stay in school, catch up. Oh, my. This is – that is a progressive thought. And, and I September, tell you what, teachers and students would not be happy with that. Oh, I know the teachers' unions would never let this happen. Their oh, my. The rip of society would never let that happen. But <laughs> I just think – I don't know. I just think that they are going, there's going to be this gap that is just, I don't know how you close the gap. And I don't think it's fair to leave it on teachers to, okay, well, now you have to teach double time because you yep. need to close the gap, yep. but also make sure that they're learning the things that they would learn if there was no gap now. Yeah, now you got to do, you you do, do nine-hour days for the next two years. How do you the- teach uh, <clears throat> DEF if you still – have to catch up on ABC. You can't teach ABC and DEF at the same time. Yep. You have to teach ABC and then DEF. I get the analogy, not exactly uh, correct, but it, it's a nice one. Okay, Mr. We're talking Gorbachev. about actually the... Okay. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Anyways, anything else from the mailbox? Uh, no. Okay. You don't have any more opinions on the education thing. Uh, yeah, I guess I didn't really give my opinion. Um, 
like you said, I know why they're at home. I think some of the, some of the impacts are going to be no more snow days. Big one. Mm-hmm. Never going to have another snow day for kids. That's terrible. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, no more like sick days, really. Like, oh, you're sick? Okay. See ya. Log on at 8 a.m. Um, True. And... I think just like a now there will forever be like at least an ability like or an understanding of kids just not not going in like there will be a group of people that now don't send their kids into schools I think okay so well you think more people are going to do like online learning like take advantage of these schools that are just online well, I think that there will be, yes, that's a, that's a big one. I think that there will be fully, there will be, a, there, I'm surprised that there hasn't been, but my mom was talking about how like the technology is not made, the technology, that, the technology that she has to use for her second graders is not made for second graders. Mm. Like they don't understand enough about computers to like get it and to be able to learn on the computer the way that they're trying to get them to. Okay. So there will be a new, uh, program multiple new programs that are designed for early education mm, and so that, like a little kid can navigate it exactly and i think that it will be there will be like whole i'm imagining that i, I wouldn't be let's put it this way i wouldn't be surprised if there was an online only school that developed that you could pay kind of like a private school that has that technology who think they already have that like k2 K through 12 charter online academy. I don't think it's all online and I don't think it's, well, I guess you're right. Yeah, but that's it. Or, you know, if it does exist, it'll become far more normal. I agree. I think it's going to become more mainstream. Yeah. The Hmm. same way that zoom got popular, the online learning things will get popular. One thing that I was shocked about. Another thing I read about in the newspaper was that, uh, Community college enrollment is way down, really? which was shocking to me because I thought it would be the opposite. I thought, I thought be people up. would be less likely to go away or pay for a state school in a different state, out of state, private school, whatever it is. If I'm going to be working from home either way, I'll enroll at a community college. Yeah. You know? No, I, I thought I so too. But interesting. Uh, okay. Big news, big headline. Oh yeah, especially for what we do here. This is big news for us, big news for our podcast, big news for probably the listeners because I'm sure they've followed along and agreed with our takes on this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on, let me get it. Let me get the headline. Uh, All right. After beating Mark Zuckerberg in world rich list ranking. Oh, yeah. I already love that start of the headline. The billionaire Tesla CEO, Elon Musk, our wonderful man, the rep of our podcast, and our personal hero, Elon Musk, has now leapfrogged hashtag Bill Gates. Oh. To grab the world's second richest ranking. Behind Jeff Bezos. Behind Jeff Bezos. 
Musk's net worth rose more than $7.2 billion. With a B. On November 23rd, driven by another surge in the Tesla share price. According to the Bloomberg Billionaire Index. I love Elon Musk being richer than Bill Gates. Me too. It, Get out it of the way. It is a symbol for where we are as a society, really. Agreed. The dude, listen, you created your computer way back when. Thank Microsoft, you for doing that. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Thanks for word. Get out of the way. It's Tesla time. It's Tesla time. It's electric car time. Guess what Elon Musk's net worth is now? $81 billion. Almost. Really? That was a complete guess. $127.9 billion. What is Jeff Bezos's now then? For like 300 Dude's going to be a trillionaire. No, okay. I'm no sorry. No way. No way. No, no human way. being. No human being needs a trillion dollars. What does he do with the money, dude? No, no human being could spend a billion dollars. Agreed. Let alone a trillion. There's nothing that costs what 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 costs you can buy a, a country dollars. with a trillion dollars. Well, uh yeah, like, I'm, I'm gonna buy Belgium. It, the Cowboys or the Rams new stadium was five billion dollars. Okay. Think about how crazy that that is insane. Five billion dollars for a football stadium. Imagine having a trillion. I know we're not there yet, but just they're gonna get there eventually. These greedy bastards. <laughs> Imagine having a trillion dollars. Oh, I was wrong. His net worth is 181 billion. Oh, okay. A little lower. Elon Musk will be Elon's right there. Elon's close. I know. See, the thing about Elon though is he typically invests his money back in. Yeah. If you right. if you if you go through and read his book, uh great book by uh Ashley Vance, I think that says. I have it up. I did read the whole book, but I can't read the name from this far <laughs> in this lighting. It's called Elon Musk. It's a great book. The title is called just Elon Musk? Just Elon Musk, yeah. Okay. Uh, and it really goes through how he just will put everything he has into what he does. Every penny, every everything. Well, yeah, he was freaking down and out for a while. Yeah. Yep. On Tesla, it was not looking good. Remember that? They're like, oh, Tesla's gonna tank. Tesla's yeah, just doomed. Remember they were big, they had like a assembly lines out in the parking lot and stuff. Yeah. Now look at him. Now look at him. Bill at Gates, job. get out of the way, you old bastard. You old bitch. Okay. You old greedy bitch. Greedy bitch. Um <laughs> uh, also in news. Make me a PowerPoint news. and tell me how rich Elon is, you bitch. Uh I think I have the article pulled up, or maybe I just have the tweet. I don't remember. Ba ba ba. Sorry, I'm looking again. Uh, whatever. I think it's on Twitter. Um, yeah. So, Utah officials found a mysterious metal object in a remote desert area. Okay. So they discovered it. It was, they were, uh, the officials were doing a count of bighorn sheep in the area. And they looked down from their helicopter and they're like, what the fuck is that? Hmm. And then people on 
people on the internet on 4chan, if you know what that is, Mm -hmm. found like old pictures from satellites of the area. And turns out that it's been there for four years and nobody ever noticed. Okay. And I also read that the, uh, let's see. Um, it's a large upright object. It's a triangular metal uh, object that's about, it's like a, it's a solid metal triangle sticking out of the ground mm-hmm. that's probably, I'd say, 10 feet tall. Hmm. And probably total, I guess it's not diameter because it's a triangle, but you know what I mean, point to point, to point I'd say it's maybe two feet or a foot and a half. Huh. So it's this metal stick sticking out of the ground. And they have no um, idea what it is. They had, there was something interesting. Okay, so uh, the crew landed near the metal, tall metal structure to investigate and could not determine who installed it. It was erected in a difficult-to-access area, so much so that the Utah uh, DPS, Department of Public Safety, Public Safety probably, uh, won't disclose its exact location because they fear that sightseers would get stranded if they attempted to visit it. That's weird. I don't like that. So how that someone successfully sketchy. put it there is anyone's guess. Hmm. And uh, so what this immediately, so I've never personally seen the movie, but I'm sure people that listen to this podcast have, um, it brings up the first thing that people thought of was the movie 2001, a space odyssey. I don't know if I have the title, right? I never saw it. Mike never saw it, but it features these monoliths. The movie is like a sci-fi classic movie. Mm -hmm. And it has these monoliths that were put on earth by aliens, or I think one was on the earth and one was on the moon, or maybe it was the same one. And it was jumping around to different places that advanced the evolution of humans. Hmm. So like the first one, I was reading about it for a minute while we were planning. The first one was like an ape, like touched the monolith and then realized he like picked up a bone and then started breaking things with the bone Hmm. and started using it as a tool. And it like launched them into like that step of evolution. Okay. So now I'm thinking I'm still convinced. Is it aliens? I don't know. It was, I think it was some sort of higher being that put it there. I don't like it in the movie. I don't like any of this. So now what I want to ask is what would the next step of our evolution be? Hmm. The monkey breaking the tool which we really haven't evolved very much in the last, mm-hmm. as long as anybody can remember. We've just gotten taller, but that doesn't count. That's not evolution. Yeah. It's natural selection. Um, I feel like communication is changing. Maybe like we'll evolve emotionally more. Maybe. Like we still, but- I, as humans, I feel like we still have a lot of like primal emotions. Yeah. I I don't know. I think it's more like society is changing. I think communication is going to change significantly 
in the next 15 years. Well, yeah, the things that we look at now that are like, why is this still this way? That's going to be different in the next yeah. 10 years. For example, traffic. Why am I still sitting in traffic? Yes. That will be, traffic will be a thing of the past. How have we old. not fixed traffic yet? Why, is tra- why am I sitting in traffic? It's f- infuriating. I look forward to that day. Yeah. Or I why will have I still, no more content for the podcast. We'll have why to am I still losing? Why do I still ha- have, can be somewhere and not have cell phone service? True. Well, we know that that's getting fixed. Thank right. you, Elon. Elon will be fixing that too. So that's another thing that's definitely going to change soon. But that doesn't really count as evolution. I guess there's no way we could even fathom how we would be evolving because exactly that a monkey never thought of breaking bones with other bones until he did it. Yeah. It's unfathomable. So it is impossible to know. That's wild. We, f- we physically cannot grasp what our, whatever is going to happen next. Otherwise we would just do it. Isn't it just insane to think about like what are human beings assuming that we don't perish and go extinct as humans. What is what is what are human beings' lives going to look like, like fifty thousand years from now? Yeah, like what? What? I feel like how also, different. I feel like there's got to be a way that in fifty thousand years, like I think that one of the things that happens with humans. I'm not saying the making of a baby, but I'm saying the having of a baby is so terrible uh, well terrible for women that's a big one and like how have they not improved the process that's a great thought why is it still the worst thing ever like nine months in someone else and then the they say the most <sighs> painful pain a person can feel maybe natural birds will become a thing of the past well, even that. I could see that a thousand years from now. They're like, nobody has regular babies anymore. Yeah, you, 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 you pay for one and it grows up you, with your DNA. Exactly. And then about at nine months, it's delivered to you. Yeah, you go pick it up. You go pick it up. Yes. Or they give it to you in a little incubation egg. Yeah, and you keep it in your and house. You keep it for nine months and then at nine months it goes boop and it pops open and then here's your baby. Yeah. Dude, I... That's a good, that is a great thought that that's the way that it could go. Hmm. I mean, it's it You're is welcome. objectively the most painful thing that can happen. Yeah. Well, we would never know. Exactly. Thank God. Thank you, God, for making me mail. But we uh, won't get into that. Okay. Now, we're going to finish off the episode. Thank you, God, for women. Yeah. Well, oh, absolutely. Well, clearly, yeah. the very important really bring and just the one thing i'll say is really bring balance to to society well obviously even no i i mean like men would not exist like a, without women i mean on like vice a versa. individual basis like even i notice with my friends from home like mm-hmm. if it's if if i'm only talking to the guys or only the guys are hanging out it's very chaotic it's very uh i guess primal is the word i'll use it's just it's just very off and then if there are girls oh, there, boy. I don't know what it is, but it's just, it feels like normal. It feels balanced if there's even one girl present. Mm. I, don't know what, I don't know what that is. I don't know what caused that. Just something I've noticed. Mm. So thank you to all the women. International Men's Day just happened. 
<laughs> That's a couple days ago. Nobody even knew about it. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. So we'll move on to our fun thing for the end. Yes. Uh, what we decided to do was we wanted to keep it Thanksgiving oriented and we were kind of trying to come up with a couple different things, but, uh, landed on the idea of, um, fun, maybe not fun, but, uh, interesting things that have happened in history on Thanksgiving day. Oh, yours is history themed. Oh, I don't know. What what okay. is yours? I'm just going to how about I go first? You we'll describe you describe okay. the segment. I literally just found an absurd person's story about their Thanksgiving and I'm going to read it and I think it would be funny if we read it and commented. Okay. It's called Jailbird and Moon Pie. Okay, sure. All right. It was Thanksgiving that my aunt, henceforth referred to as Jailbird, just got out of jail for serious criminal offenses involving gun trafficking. Oh my. Why is she invited? Her and my other aunt, Moon Pie, parenthesis, her favorite snack, also fitting because she is round like one too, <laughs> got into an argument over who bought my sister a gift, which she had had since she was four years old. Jailbird was only 14 when the gift was given to my sister, making it impossible that it was her. And so after my grandma said enough is enough, they moped around for a few hours, but peace was made. Or so we believed. Oh boy. Oh dear. So dinner arrives. It's going well until Moon Pie thought it would be a good idea for her to carve the turkey, which my grandma, seeing no issue with that idea, let her. Jailbird was stabbed in the leg with the carving fork, and that's when all hell broke loose. Oh, my God. Hell didn't break loose when she was stabbed. It was after the stabbing. Oh, uh, okay. My sister and I were told to go to our rooms. <laughs> we, staying there for the, we were staying there for the Thanksgiving weekend, so hold on, hold on, hold on. So we, I had to go to another page. So we occupied the guest bedroom. We let, uh, we left heard some screaming and some breaking glasses when my sister and I came out to see what was happening. Well, it turned into an all out brawl. My parents and the other aunts are trying to keep jailbird and moon pie away from each other and not having much success. Grandma was sitting there drinking her boxed wine and smoking like nothing was happening while everything was happening. And so, anywho, long story short, I called the cops and Jailbird and Moon Pie now have both spent some time in jail on a Thanksgiving, too. That's insane. I thought that was fun. That's funny. I liked that. I liked the names, too. Yes. I figured if we, if we share these crazy things and if something crazy ever happens at your Thanksgiving, you're like, oh, it's not as bad as that. Yeah. Okay, so mine was a slightly different. Okay. Uh, approach. Mine is historic. Oh. And it has to do with the White House. Oh, interesting, where Mr. Gorbachev said tear down that wall. God damn. Okay. <laughs> I hate that this is going to be a thing now. <laughs> you did it to yourself. You. Did I know I did. Anything. And that's what hurts, as I the know that I did it to myself. The most painful part is that that came up, that you said this and started this when I said Winston Churchill. That's the worst part of it all. This should have never even been a topic for us to know that you didn't know that it was Ronald Reagan or that he was saying it to Gorbachev. But you said, oh, what's the Churchill? Sure, tear down that wall. Yeah. <sighs> it's okay. All right. Keep going. I never claimed to be a history buff. <laughs> Anyways. That's okay. 
I'm trying to improve my histor my historical. There you go. Uh, You're going to learn something here. every exactly. Time. I'm going to teach. I'm going to teach everybody here something. Okay. Okay. So in late November 1926, a live ah, animal. Calvin Coolidge. Yes, the, Calvin Coolidge. A live animal sent by Vinnie Joyce of Mississippi arrived at the White House to be slaughtered and served up for that year's Thanksgiving dinner. President Calvin Coolidge, however, became smitten by the beast and instead granted it a pardon. The Starting the turkey pardon. The lucky creature was no turkey, though, but a oh. raccoon. Oh. A little raccoon. Oh. While raccoon may seem an odd menu choice to grace the White House dinner table these days, the Washington Evening Star thought the strange part of the story was that the president didn't want to chow down on the woodland critter. Declaring raccoon meat less fatty than possum, the newspaper then invoked the culinary cliche that the ring-tailed animal tasted like chicken, albeit one crossed with a suckling pig. Don't know what that means. Never known as the adventurous type, the cautious Coolidge had never tasted raccoon meat, and he wasn't about to start experimenting with the gift from Mississippi. When asked if the raccoon was edible, the president smiled and said it might be for some people, but not for him. What the commander-in-chief did next with the intended Thanksgiving entree, however, may be the most bizarre part of the story, for the straight-laced Coolidge adopted the raccoon as a presidential pet. Hmm. So not only did he not eat it, he adopted it as a pet. I love that. Albeit at a time where far fewer of the furry creatures contracted rabies. The news was hardly surprised to the American public in 1926, however, as the president and first lady, Grace Coolidge, were known to be such lovers of animals that people sent them unsolicited pets on a regular basis. They had tons of dogs and cats. <laughs> oh, here you go. We always had more dogs than we could take care of, Coolidge wrote in his autobiography as he reflected on his White House years. He even All tried the- to give one to his dad. Yeah. Well, I came- literally just read this because I'm currently reading Calvin Coolidge's book. Really? Yes. Which is why I, I happen to know this much about oh. the president of 1926 that you're speaking about. But literally, like the couple pages i read earlier today he was talking about all the dogs that he has there Funny did he talk was. about the raccoon no i'm not there yet he just okay. became president so like 1923 time frame uh coolidge also received a black-haired bear from mexico an african pygmy hippopotamus oh no scary from rubber magnate harvey firestone and even a pair of lion lion cubs which the fiscally conservative president gave the less than fuzzy names <laughs> tax reduction and budget bureau. Mm, he did love the budget bureau. Uh, so the press called the white house at that time, the Pennsylvania Avenue zoo. <laughs> um, and then blah, blah, blah. Eventually. Um, After moving into a DuPont Circle mansion in March 1927, while the White House underwent renovation, the chief executive missed Rebecca so much that he brought her back with him in the presidential limousine to his temporary quarters. The next morning, however, the president emerged with his wrist bandaged, and Rebecca, Rebecca is the name of the raccoon, by the way, I don't think I mentioned that, and Rebecca was banished to the National Zoo in Rock Creek Park. The press speculated that the raccoon might have bitten the hand that fed her, but Rebecca wasn't saying anything, and Silent Cal remained true to his moniker. Uh, Less than a week later, however, newspapers reported that Rebecca was back from the zoo and again in good standing at the White House. (laughs) What the hell? Uh, Clearly there wasn't much to report on. I don't think anything else is that 
important. But yeah. Well, you Calvin do know Coolidge. that the president pardons a turkey every year. I did not know that. Or yeah. no, no, no. I had heard. I had heard about. Th- I have definitely heard of the turkey pardon, but I didn't know it was yeah. actually. They let him stay in a hotel room. It's a whole thing. Every year. Every year. Yeah. Donald Trump has done this the past yeah. three years. I think he did it today. Really? Yeah. I think they do it on Tuesday. So they get a turkey, put it in a Two, hotel. Usually. This year's names were Corn and Cobb. Oh my God. But yeah, they and, put him in a hotel. And then and they, they, what, they let him go? They bring him to the White House and they pardon them officially so that they can't get murdered to be eaten. And then they go to some farm where they live until they die. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Good for them. Look at so I wonder if that's how it started. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He so interesting, though, that you had something to say about Calvin Coolidge because I'm all into it. Yeah, you're reading it right now. A fantastic book. Yeah. Okay, mine's a little darker, and this will close us out, I guess. I got one uh, more. It's correct fashion. All right. I went with I went with two. That's how this sentence starts. Oh, dear. <sighs> I went to a boyfriend's house and spent the morning with his family, brother, and sister, and their significant others from far away for Thanksgiving. His grandmother was there, sitting quietly in a recliner and not saying much. After a couple hours, dinner was ready, so we all went into the dining room, except for his grandma. Someone went back to help her, thinking she had trouble getting out of the chair, and discovered that she had died sometime while we were all sitting around her talking and laughing. Someone called an ambulance, and the boyfriend's parents went with the body, while the rest of us had a very odd and awkward dinner. On the plus side, I'd like to think she died happily, surrounded by her family. Although she didn't say much, she smiled at our jokes. It's really not a bad way to go when you think about it. It was just really, really strange for the rest of us. Holy shit. Grandma died while they were all sitting there. Grandma, dinner's ready. Grandma. (laughs) It's not funny. It's not (laughs) funny. But that's a good point that she died in a happy place. She didn't die. I like that description. I'd like to think she went out happily. It's how did... How did she not say, I don't feel so good? <laughs> I've got, I feel like he makes some sort of noise. Doesn't dying hurt? Uh, I guess right? not. Wouldn't dying hurt? I guess your heart can just stop. That's painful, I think. No, I, just, I don't think you know. If your heart stops, you don't, your brain stops. Immediately. I'm sure it's pretty quick. There's got to be at least a second, right? I don't know. How long after heart stop do you <laughs> die? Uh, oh, most people regard cardiac arrest as synonymous with death, but it is not the final threshold. Doctors have long believed that if someone with, is without a heartbeat for longer than about 20 minutes the brain usually suffers irreparable damage. Okay, but you're unconscious. Uh, Sudden cardiac arrest occurs when the heart suddenly stops beating, which stops oxygen-rich blood from reaching the brain and other organs. A person can die from SCA in minutes if it is not treated right away. Okay, then it must have happened quietly and they just didn't realize. Your brain will stop working after three minutes, about three minutes after your heart. Okay. So it's however long you can hold your breath, basically, because it's just the oxygen that's not getting to your brain. But I don't think you stay alive and conscious for that time. Oh, okay. 
I don't think you're like, like, oh, okay. Yeah, here we are. But your heart isn't beating. I think you like, your heart stops. And the you're first like, result after typing, are you conscious, is are you conscious during a seizure? Mm. Not funny, but funny. Seizure. We've told There's a story. story behind that, just so everyone's aware. I'm not saying that seizures are funny. I'm saying that the instance that Jacob is talking about is funny. Oh, my God. Okay. So it is extremely rare but possible to be conscious during CPR. <gasps> oh, my God. That, okay. We need to stop before we get We're too done. deep We're here. done. That is the scariest thing I've ever heard. I hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, we will see you. Just know that you have things to be thankful for. Uh, sure. Yeah. Oh my God. That like gave me chills thinking about uh, that. That's like very scary. Yes. Very scary. I hope that doesn't happen to anybody. Um, oh my God. The next episode will be our three year anniversary yes. episode. Send us your recommendations. Send yep. us your favorite moments. We're going to relive them. On the show, nothing too long. We're going to talk about it, have fun little banter about what we remember about it, maybe. Drinks, sure. Yeah, it'll be great. Okay, yeah. Sorry about the depressing ending. That's what we do. It's a classic episode if it's I blame myself. I knew what was coming, and I just thought it was too fun to not. We kind of walked right into that one. Yep. Not fun. You know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I know what you're saying. Yes. Speaking of German, Liv watched Inglorious Bastards for the first time last night. With oh, me. last night, two nights ago, whatever it was. Is she there? Ago. No, no, we watched it on Facetime. Oh, I see. I love that movie. Very good movie. So good. Yeah. She was like, eh, seemed better. Really? Which I understand. The second time I watched it, I was a little. I wish that they actually had the Inglorious Bastards doing stuff together more. There was only the one scene where they were all together. Yeah. I wish you saw more of that. That would have been fun. That's true. That's fair. They could have made it a four-hour long movie, just like Django Unchained. Fair enough. But, okay, that'll be it. You digress. I digress. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Have a good day. You do it. One, two, three.